friends, welcome to the Stellar Human Project podcast. My name is Robin Such, and I will be your host for today's adventure. For those of you wondering what the Stellar Human Project is, well, I'm really an advocate for youth. I believe that it is our job as adults to teach these youth how to know their values, how to stand for their values, how to know when to stand up, when to walk away, how to change their minds with grace, how to move forward with confidence, and how to be the best kind of human they want to be in this world. And to do all of that, we also need to do that same work for ourselves. So welcome to the Stellar Human Project podcast. I am so glad that you are here with us today. All right. Hello, friends. Uh, Here we are again with another episode. One of my favorite things that we do on the podcast is when I don't have guests, I have like guest co-hosts, which are youth from my own leadership team. Um, I think one of the best ways for them to grow and learn is to be a part of a leadership team, but also as coaches and teachers and mentors, the best way for us to grow and learn is to have them be on a leadership team with us, because man, I tell you, I learned a lot from these kids. We're not just here to educate them. They're here to educate us. And, you know, some of you might be a little younger than me, but it's been a while since I was a kid and things have changed and responsibilities have changed. And man, social media has changed. There was no such thing. I grew up when the telephone was still attached to the wall with a cable cord. So communication has changed. And so sometimes the things that I think are a good idea or that I think we should be talking about or doing are are kind of archaic, (laughs) or at least the way we're going about them are archaic. So the idea here with the podcast is that I have these youth come on the podcast with me Because then when we share ideas, they can actually tell me from their own perspective. And it doesn't mean we can't still guide them, but it means we know we're guiding them in a world that is actually the world they're living in and not some world that has no bearing on their own lives. So uh, if you've been listening to other podcasts with these guests, you will have heard, holy smokes, these youth are so smart and they teach me lots and lots of things. I have never left one of these podcasts with the youth, not being a better coach because I learned stuff from them. So all that to say, we have another one of those episodes today. And today we have Kara with us. (laughs) So hello, Kara. Hi, Miss Robin. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So one of the things I want to talk about uh, today with Kara is um, as teachers and coaches and we sometimes forget that these kids have big lives outside of what they do with us. And sometimes they share things with us that are happening in their lives. And sometimes they don't. And sometimes they share a part of it. And even if they do share lots of it, we don't live in their house and in their shoes and in their skin. So we don't actually really know. And so I think it's really important that we as teachers and coaches and mentors remember that they have a huge life outside of whatever it is that we're working with them. So I run the circuit school. So Kara is one of my students and 
it's important for me to remember that when Kara doesn't come to class, it's not always because, well, in Kara's case, for sure, it is never because she doesn't want to be there and she's just being lazy and she's at home eating potato chips. She's got stuff going on in life that might be bigger. I know it's hard for us to believe this, that something is more important than what we do with you, but there are things that are more important going on sometimes in life than what we deal with, with them. Um, and so I wanted to talk a little bit with Kara about that. So what do you get to say, Kara, about that concept? Um, well, I think like, as like being a coach, having like the patience for like, one of the students to like come talk to you about stuff or like just like letting them do their own thing if they like seem like they're having a bad day it's it can be really helpful and you don't know what they're going through exactly even if they do tell you a lot Mm -hmm. it's really just being there to support them because you can't directly put yourself in their shoes and vividly imagine what it's like every day yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. What you said was um, be patient and give them space to talk about. I think that's an interesting thing because what happens sometimes is we p- try to pack so much into a rehearsal or a practice or a training yeah. time that we forget that what we need to do is give you time and space and the opportunity to come to us if you need that. And I think that that's a very good point that you made. Yeah. I want to like, um, like when you get like there early to class, that's when like, I would usually talk to you. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of like a good time. Yeah. I think we are very busy when we're doing like classes. Yeah, we sure are. And I think, you know, during class time, there's like five or six or 10 or depending on what kind of kind of team you're working with personalities and situations we got to deal with so during class while we're trying to do the learning that's great but I think I think it's true like this time having that time and making yourself available before because I know that's one of the things that we do right like as you said we tend to, to chat about what's happening before class and that's because I'm there I'm not in my office with my head and my computer and my earphones on when you guys arrive because yeah. I think it's important that I see you show up and we have a little moment because I can also, whether you tell me what's happening or not, I start to know you guys well enough to know, uh, maybe not the best day. We're maybe not having the best day. And then it gives me an opportunity to have a check-in and say, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? Yes or no. And it doesn't have to be now anytime. Right. So I think that, that, that having that time is really important. Because mm-hmm. I know like you've got big stuff going on in life and you were probably a year and a half almost with me before you were like, I got some stuff happening, Miss Robin. <laughs> and you needed to do that in your own time. It's not my job to pry that out of you. Like um, it's my job to make sure, you know, I'm here if you need me. And yeah. it's a safe space to do so. Um, but I have to make that a safe space to do so. Yeah. I, I always felt like it was a safe place, safe space, but it was just like, it's just hard as well. Like the first time always talking about something in your life is really hard. And after you do it a few times, it gets like easier to talk about it to a person. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. 
that goes for adults too. And we forget that Mm -hmm. because especially when we're sort of in, in a mentoring kind of role, we sort of make this assumption. (laughs) It's like, slow down teachers. It's not about you. (laughs) We've talked about this before. (laughs) The whole reason we're here doing what we do. We love it. It's why we do this and not, it's why I coach and I'm not an accountant because (laughs) I love coaching and I love you guys, but that's about as far as the about me part is the the rest of it is about you guys. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for you guys. And I think as coaches, sometimes we forget that, especially when things get stressful and we're like into heading into busy time, but just because Mm -hmm. we're in busy time doesn't mean your lives aren't still stressful outside of, of the studio. So that's interesting. I like that point. Like Mm -hmm. it's hard. It's hard to talk about things. And just because you trust us doesn't make that any easier. No, yeah. It's yeah. more about, like, the timing. Okay, tell me more you, about timing. You could have wanted to talk about it for so long, but, like, really just couldn't. Like, just weren't ready to say something, but wanted right. to, you know? Right. Is there anything that we, you would, would give as advice for teachers and coaches and mentors to help make that easier? Like, is there, you know, like office hours do you know what I mean or like is there something that would make that easier for you feel like you you know because sometimes if you want to talk about something 30 seconds or two minutes is not enough time right so is there something that we can do you think that might be helpful um maybe like having like a time after like a few practices kind of dedicated to talking to like students yeah. Just to, like in case they had something on their mind and they can't, like they couldn't say it then, so they could finish what they were saying like after like like calling them at home or like okay like a yeah, Zoom yeah. meeting. Yeah, no, that's great because I think part of the whole forgetting that you guys have lives is that is that if we really wanted if our goal is really to do what is best for you, which is my goal. And which is what I'm preaching on this podcast. This is why we're, this is why we're here is like, we're here to do best for all of you. Right. Like I care that you can climb the silks and I care that you can do the splits, but what I care about most is Kara. Right. So <laughs> um, remembering that means that we got to figure out how to care for that part of you too. So I love this idea of like creating a situation where we can have time that isn't based around the activity yeah. of climbing in between the splits, which <laughs> totally simplifies what it is we do, but you know what I'm saying? Um, to give you that, I, I, that's a great idea. And that means as mm-hmm. coaches and teachers, we have to d- be committed to what it is we say we're committed to, which is the betterment of you as people. But yeah, at the end of the day, I don't really care if you can climb. It's great when you can, but I'm more, I more care that you can be happy and healthy. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, you know, it's interesting too, because I, I have had students in the past and I think every teacher and coach has had this experience and it's something we need to be mindful of. We've had, I've had students in the past where I think, oh, this kid is making me crazy, right? Like weird behavior and not showing up. And, and, and I had a student who, who just kind of seemed to go off the rails. And I was like, this kid is making my life difficult. And, and I didn't, I I forgot to stop and think like, 
And I knew this kid and their family quite well, or so I thought, right? And I was like, okay, so, you know, I had whatever thing going on in my head that I thought was happening. And it turns out I was completely wrong. There were things going on in that house that I had no idea about. And after the fact, I was like, "Uh, okay, right? There was Mm -hmm. a parent who was a, and in this particular case, there was a parent who was a drug addict in the house and nobody, we didn't know any of that. He'd been in and out of, of um, rehab and I didn't know any of that. And, and that explains why a 14 and 15 year old is having the outward behaviors that she was having because she had all this stuff she was trying to deal with. Right. And I, that gave me such pause. Because I was like, and I knew them quite well. And I was like, and I didn't know that was happening. And so I think it's important that as teachers and coaches, we stop and we like park our judgment because we truly never are ever, ever going to know. And we just need to be more patient and don't write kids off just because they're in studio or in practice behaviors are are something we don't understand yeah I I don't I think if I was in your situation I think I would have thought the same thing like this kid is driving me crazy like what are they doing and kind of been annoyed because you don't know what's happening and until you like take a like a little minute to realize like you probably don't know everything and like you just have to like take a little bit to realize after you coach like every little bit to say like okay that person probably has something going on in their life that I don't know yet or I won't know yeah yeah it's not my job to know it's my job to support you yeah yeah and so what do you think we can do for you know as you said a it's hard and b there's some things you don't want to tell or you're not ready to tell Right. Mm -hmm. So how do you think we can better support someone who's your age, who's in that situation, who isn't ready or doesn't want to or whatever, Mm. knowing that there's Uh, right. Like there's, there's still that stuff going on. Right. Like what, what do you give suggestions for us? um, I think you're doing already like really well. But I would think, like, if you don't know the situation already, like, just kind of, like, always checking in on them and just, like, asking how their day day was and just, like, you know, just, like, asking more questions about it because then, like, that's how I kind of got more comfortable because I was having, like, not a great day and you had come talk to me and was, like, we were talking and we had we're just asking a lot of questions about my day and then I told you about like my home situation yeah 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 so I think it's like a lot of one-on-one time that really helps you get like more comfortable about speaking about personal right. things and so in until somebody's ready just making sure that they feel seen it's like mm-hmm. I see that you're not having a great day that's okay if you need yeah. me I'm here yeah right exactly Instead of just being like, what the, <laughs> what the heck? Right. Yeah. Cause I think we, that's what we all, we all just want to be seen. 
And it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean we want someone to fix what's going on or to even talk about it, but for someone to recognize that we might be off sometimes is enough to feel supported. Because I think that's all any of us really want is to be seen and recognized Mm -hmm. as an individual and not just like a lump or certainly not a problem. Nobody wants, I think no, nobody who's, we all have weird things, right? I I said to somebody the other day, I said, oh, Kara, you're going to roll your eyes at me. I said, feelings are like diarrhea. You (laughs) You can't hold it in. And the harder you try to hold it in, the more it just like seeps out in a big mess and splashes all over the place. <laughs> right? It's true. That, but, the, I like that. but it's the same thing. If you hold those feelings in and try to pretend that that's not how ha- you're not feeling that it starts to come out in other little ways. And so sometimes the little ways are like weird behaviors that are like, act, seem like acting out or seem defiant, but that's those are the results of trying to hold a diarrhea in. It's slipping out and it's making a mess. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Kara's like, ah, I'm, I'm never going to forget this conversation. Nope. But I, but I do think like, I do think that's the truth. And so at least if someone goes, Oh, I see that you are like clenching something in. If you need to like, let it out. Let We can let it out. Right. But just being mm-hmm. seen that something's not, that something's off. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's enough. Maybe that's all we need to do to start. So just be like, I, what do you think? I think like indirectly asking what's wrong because it's like, just asking about the day and like asking like every step, it just kind of makes like the person feel like, you know, something's wrong, but you're not like bombarding me, making me say what's wrong. Oh, you're so brilliant. I love this. I, I know I want to make a t-shirt indirectly asking me, right? Indirectly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this so much. I would never have thought of that specifically. That's so yeah. brilliant. Okay. All right. That is an amazing little nugget. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> Cause we do tend to want to like get to the point, which sometimes, yeah, exactly. some, sometimes is not, uh, a, it can it's not be overwhelming. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ah, I see what I mean. I, I, I said <laughs> at the beginning, you guys always have something amazing to teach me. And today Kara's big nugget is ask us indirectly how we're doing like, right. Better quote me on that if you put it on a shirt. <laughs> I a hundred percent will quote you. I, you'll, you'll have your little name on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. See, we just start talking and the magic comes out. That's why I think you guys are so brilliant. You have so much to teach us. It just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Have you got any other brilliant nuggets before we like take that one mm-hmm. and uh, figure out how to apply it in our lives? I think that's all I got right now. That's an awesome one. I feel like that's a great place to like end. Yeah. So if people out there, coaches, let's not assume we know. Let's remember they have big lives. Let's make sure they feel seen. 
but let's not push. Let's just ask them indirectly what's going on. Well, that's it. That's our episode. Head on over to stellarhumanproject.com and join the Stellar Human Movement. The first thing you'll get is our four-week Kindness Warrior Project. This is a four-week project that lands in your inbox with all the resources that you need to spread a little kindness in your world, a little kindness to those around you, and a little bit of kindness to yourself. You'll also find all kinds of information about our upcoming workshops, both virtual and in person, and how you can have our Stellar Human Project team come to your space to talk to your team, your parents, your coaches, and your students. Well, that's it for another week. I can't wait to connect with you again next week. In the meantime, be kind, be love, be a stellar human. Thank you.